Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful, a breaking news podcast for January 23rd, 2024. So we were originally planning on doing a live Q&A over on Fightful Select, as we do every week. Best $5 in the business, regardless of Colt Cabana trying to undercut us on being the Dark Order. Uh, but uh, a lot of breaking news today. Uh, Raw to Netflix, The Rock to the TKO board, Vince McMahon no longer has a mustache. There are Okada rumors. Uh, there's also Finn Balor rumors. I'll go ahead and tell you, FightfulSelect.com right now has a Finn Balor update. Within minutes, we're working to uh, gain some details on, on Okada. Uh, but what we're going to do, and... Uh, that way you can see this show uninterrupted. We're going to uh, basically front load our sponsors on this show. Jimmy Van will be joining me a little bit afternoon as well. So uh, check out FIFLSelect.com. Get ready to, to have a whole lot of news covered on this show. It's going to be a lot. But at first, we're going to hear from our sponsors. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about BetOnline.ag, the official betting partner of Fightful. It's not just an online platform. They've been trusted for over 25 years. They boast a focus-on-the-player approach and have built their reputation on offering their clients nothing but the best. From cutting-edge technology to enticing promotions and the latest sports betting odds, whether it be wrestling, MMA, boxing, or football, baseball, basketball, or racing, anything you can think of, all major sporting events are covered by betonline.ag. Fast payouts, highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, safe and secure online environments, and their live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites weekly and easily and in real time. Betonline.ag. That's where we're going at Fightful. That's where we suggest you go as well. That's where we get all of our odds at. Betonline.ag. Only bet what you can and please bet responsibly. 
BetOnline AG, again, we have a ton of uh, betting lines from BetOnline AG. And listen, if you want that main event performance. You know, Fightful and Blue Chew have been at it a long time. Maybe you've been at it a long time. Maybe you're lacking that motivation. Maybe you're lacking that confidence. You don't think you have what you once had. Blue Chew is here to get you there. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. You'll get your first shipment free of what? Well, it's a chewable tablet that has the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so it gets your performance ready to go. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. You do an online consultation, and if approved, you'll be back to that main event level performance. Sometimes it's not even about performance. It's about that confidence, and Blue Chew is going to make sure that you have that. Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Your first shipment free. You just pay $5 shipping. What is there to lose? BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. And I'm traveling this week. I'm going to miss my bed. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful changed my life before there even was a HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. A few years ago, I needed a better night's sleep. I looked for the best mattress online, and I found Helix and their incredible reviews. I took their online quiz. It took me about two or three minutes, and I was matched up to their Dusk Lux model. I now have two of their mattresses in my home. It's phenomenal. If somebody comes over and sleeps at my house, I want them to have a wonderful Helix mattress. I wanted to invest in my sleep and the comfortability of others as well. And you can do that as well at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. You'll take that quiz, get matched up to one of the many mattress options that they have that suits your needs, and it ships straight to your door. And if for some reason you don't like it after 100 nights, they'll come and get it for free. They're not going to make you pay to ship it back. They're going to make it easy for you. Incredible reviews. Flexible financing options are available. Helixsleep.com. Invest in your sleep. You will never regret it. Ideally, you spend one-third of your life in your bed anyway. You're going to want this. They've got an incredible warranty and tons of options for you. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Okay, so lots of news dropping here on January 23rd. We're going to ask you guys, if you want your question or statement right on the air, you can uh, donate Super Chats here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. We will be joined by Jimmy Van, I believe, at some point throughout this show, uh, we have a hard out of about 70, 75 minutes. Uh, we are also going to be talking about Vince McMahon at the, the TKO uh, TKO thing. Uh, the Rock being announced for the board as well. Getting rights to his name back. A whole lot of stuff. Uh, and again, we will elaborate on a lot of that as Jimmy Van joins us. But the news emerged this morning that WWE Raw is headed to Netflix. January 2025, which leaves a gap from about October, November, December. And uh, man, this is a big one. A an, an enormous deal that encapsulates an awful lot of things. So let's go ahead and, and look at, at some of the things that that does cover. First off, WWE Raw, they did mention live in the press release, but they did not mention Mondays. That's because there's a year left. A lot could still be determined there. We're going to have a major story on this on FightfulSelect.com today. Best $5 in the business. Uh, the Financial Times claims that Netflix will be producing special documentaries regarding WWE. Now, uh, man, this this news, people were like, why did this news emerge so early? Why did it happen like at, in the wee hours of the morning? 
Well, that's because they they wanted it out there for uh, the stock market to open. And it shot the stock up huge. I think it was over $93 um, and, and like 23% or something like that. It was, it was an incredible leap. Incredible leap there. Uh, Cody Willis says, I don't believe it mentioned Monday on its release. If Raw were to change nights, collision to Monday to fill the void. Seems like a no-brainer, right? Yes, I think that if WWE Raw was no longer on Mondays, another wrestling show would slide in there. Perhaps multiple wrestling shows. You might see like Impact or TNA Impact try to run uh, Monday. Uh, a whole awful lot of stuff there. How did WWE and Netflix come together? Were there other companies in the mix? There are always other companies in the mix. But from the best of my knowledge, as I know things now, uh, WWE wanted main TV. They wanted cable TV and streaming. Adrian said, do Super Chat questions have to be limited to Netflix or ba Balor Raw contract news? I would like to keep it to the Okada, Balor, Netflix, Rock stuff. But you know what? If you're sending money, I ain't going to sit here and complain. Right? I'm not going to sit here and <laughs> act like I'm not going to answer your question. But we do have our great moderator, Luis, that is helping us out. So this deal is particularly interesting because it is a massive money deal, but it's a massive money deal for many reasons. One of those big reasons being it is a, a largely encompassing deal. This affects U.S., Canada, the U.K., and Latin America. It affects NXT and PLEs outside of the U.S. So this is not just covering WWE Raw. So you can't look at it like you looked at the USA deal and say, well, this is the amount of money they're getting for Raw now. Because there are a whole lot of other deals that are rolled into this. Now, Stellar JL asked a great question. What's this mean for Peacock? Does everything move over to Netflix after their 2026 deal is up? That I'm looking to gain more information on because as I was talking to somebody in the industry uh, just a few minutes ago, what good is having the WWE Raw live rights if you don't also have the on-demand rights and even the archived rights? There, there are a lot of question marks surrounding that. and. Hopefully, we're going to get some more information on that. I'll be flying to Tampa tomorrow. Uh, I'll be meeting with some people in WWE along the way. Van Twinblade says, maybe we can get more real pro wrestling blood language with WWE only having to please Netflix. Well, that's also another thing that we don't know about. As far as Netflix and their live approach works, we, we've seen very few things. I know they did a Chris Rock thing, I, I think, and then Love is Blind, which failed miserably from a live perspective. But... We don't know if they're going to air commercials during this. You would think so. You would think that during the course of, of this that you would want that. Also, uh, will it remain three hours? A lot of that's going to be stuff that gets discussed along the way regarding the future of WWE Raw. But now they have a presence on USA Network in which they have been for years and years and years with the, with the exception of of other things uh, with, with a short break. They are on CW and they are on Netflix, which is one of the biggest platforms in the world. A lot of people are saying Netflix has two tiers, ones with ads, right? Well, here's, here's the thing. It's, it's a matter of ads during the live program as opposed to just ads before your shows. DNC Digital says, do PLE stay on Peacock? Yes, except for internationally, they're going to go to Netflix. Does the large monetary gain definitely supplement the cost of loss of ad revenue 
the current USA deal ends up in October, anything on, on what happens those few months. Now that much, I don't know. Um, that much I, I look at and I go, mm, okay, uh, they've got to fill that gap there. That's not something that they haven't discussed. They, they've obviously got something in mind during that period. Uh, I, I wonder if they could reach some sort of deal and do that, but it is peculiar that they're only launching this in 2025 and it isn't getting started immediately after. Will Chisholm says, you know more than I know about this stuff, but with the new money deal, will it help the talent get more money when their deal is up? That's the hope from some talent. I mean, we had reported about Finn Balor uh, and, and the nature of his contract, which it is up this year, but not as soon as many think. And how they haven't approached him and some others. Well, now they're going to have a better, clearer picture of their their income, what, what they're going to have to spend on talent. Mr. Acosta says, great job with the Punk video. Loved it. Do more. Uh, we dropped a timeline video on CM Punk and how him leaving at Royal Rumble 2014 actually threaded all the way 10 years to Royal Rumble 2024. I hope you guys enjoy that. We did several videos like that over the last week. We did a sit down, which was seven things we would change about the Royal Rumble, and then a three-plus-hour compilation of Royal Rumble stories. Uh, we, we were getting those shots up for the Royal Rumble. Caden says, can't wait to see you in a few days, big dog. Indeed, I am headed to Tampa. Now that WWE has wrapped up media rights, will the focus turn to talent contracts? I would believe so. I would believe so. I've been given uh, reason to believe that maybe they were trying to get a, a better idea of, of what was going to happen there. Anime Otaku says, I'm in Scotland, so I wonder how the international side will work. Will it be a live or second run thing? What about the archive here? We are still few and far between on details. And the reality is in a lot of situations like this, like, you know, there, you'll see a lot of people say, well, why didn't wrestling media get this story? They almost never get the TV rights stories. That is something that's kept very close to the vest. And the nature of those deals is something that that um, is very, very intimate between those two sides. No Cap says, could you see them streaming Raw on YouTube for those months after the Peacock deal? What happens to the WWE Network now? Uh, internationally... I would expect to see some changes. Uh, yeah. I would expect to see some changes. Nostradamus says, can you foresee WWE moving away from TV PG content now that they aren't on a network, not going TV MA or rated R, but maybe more of a TV 14 vibe? Again, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, those aren't enforced like the ESRB or the MPAA. So it is, it is largely just up to them. But they're actually opening themselves up to a much younger audience because of Netflix as well that has moved away from traditional cable. Yeah. Jake says, what day is it? Who's going where? Which way is up? Everything is happening. Yes. Nick Beasley Wrestling says, with WDB already having Peacock, I wouldn't be surprised if NBC allows them to do Peacock exclusive until 2025 and probably do network exclusive for everyone outside of the States. Uh, they certainly have options to fill that gap. I'm sure there are a lot of places that would love to have WWE Raw for three months. Like if they could strike a deal with Peacock and say through the end of 2025, we're going to run this live. 
boy, that'd be big for Peacock. That'd be big for their, that'd be big to get people to subscribe for their PLEs as well. Could this open the door for TKO to do this for UFC? Sure, but they seem very happy with their ESPN partnership based on what I've heard. At least based on what I've heard. Who's going to be the Kevin Patrick replacement? I don't have that information yet. I mean, there, there are some people waiting in the wings, but I just want to say this. Kevin Patrick is a pro. He's a very nice guy. I don't think it was working for the wrestling side of things. He's a phenomenal soccer commentator. Davlin Mistrunner says, does this new news make WBD want AEW for streaming more? They've wanted AEW for streaming. Listen, what you have never heard from Fightful is this sky is falling WBD, WWE stuff where AEW was going to get kicked off. Like I've never been given that vibe from WBD. Never. And when I talked to WBD about their WWE talks, they said, of course, we've been talking to them. We've got a partnership with them in the UK for, for TNT. Like they're, they're our international business partners. So uh, of course we're going to have those conversations. I, I almost, man, I, I can't see how WBD and AEW would not reach a deal. I, I just, I think it's going to happen. I think it'll be an all encompassing deal that will feature a little bit of everything and, and hopefully the library too. And that, that is a, a hunch, not a report for those of you that need it spelled out. Do you think there's a sense of relief on AEW's side with Raw going to Netflix or is Netflix or is there still uncertainty on their end? I spoke to people that had a feeling or that had a very strong feeling that WWE was not going to WBD for weeks. Now, I want to say this. I cannot tell you the number of people, the number of sources, the number of, of people that know people. And this isn't me taking a shot at them, but I'm telling you over a dozen people, many of whom have provided me with accurate info in the past, have said, it's coming. The WWE to WBD announcement's coming. I had never heard anything that really indicated that was happening. Never. As recently as last week, people were telling me that. Had people shouting it at the end of 2023. And then I would have WBD people telling me like, no, we wouldn't expect to announce anything until well into 2024. Regardless. Uh, I mean, they're just... That type of information almost always gets broken by the companies itself. We have WrestleVid saying, just want to say you're missing an opportunity to call the after show the hump of, of the hump still humping. Yeah, I wanted to keep the list goes on though as, as a little bit of an homage to the list in your boy. Connor says, was Netflix in your top three or so to land? Uh, and Luis says, I believe you were the only one that had them as a candidate last year. So I'll explain to you why I thought Netflix and Amazon Prime were likely landing spots. When you acquire something like WWE, what you are trying to do if you're Amazon or Netflix is bring an audience over that otherwise would not subscribe to your service. If you're spending that much, you're not doing it to retain viewers. You are doing it because you want to attract new viewers. Now, I've been pretty open about this. When I was younger, I watched like wrestling and Spike TV and like Slam Ball and stuff like that. I wasn't like a big TV watcher. And then my late teens, I started to discover, you know, burn notice and things like that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So you want people to be able to discover the shows that, that you 
that you've got on your service in connection with that, right? But there are a whole lot of wrestling fans that only watch wrestling, and that's their thing. And Netflix and Amazon Prime and services like that want to attract those people that otherwise would not be spending their money in any way, shape, or form on Netflix or Amazon Prime or the like. That's why I thought that it was an, an appropriate uh, landing point. We've got Jimmy Van here. Uh, a reminder, guys, we've got a hard out of about 1.10, 1.15 p.m. I'm going to be doing a, a segment with our great partners at Bet Online. Jimmy Van, how you doing? Good, Sean Rossat. Man, what are Yeah, we- you'd be better if you put your mic up to your face. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm Russian. I just got literally got out of a meeting about You're five You're not Russian. Ago. You're Canadian. Ah, uh, you're cute. Which means I get smacked down on Netflix now, Sean. Are you excited about this? Um... Yeah, yeah. So I, I told you off the air, I'm probably going to cancel cable in January because uh, why keep cable cable for for dynamite only? Like, I just don't see the point. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you this. What have you covered so far? I assume you covered the just the Netflix thing so far. And what about we haven't gone too far into the weeds on that. We haven't touched The Rock. We haven't touched Okada, which we have a new update on Fightful Select, best five dollars in the business. And we have not talked about Vince McMahon's mustache yet. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to give you my opinion high level. I think that they announced the Rock News today strategically because they didn't think Wall Street was going to like this deal. Okay. That's what I think. And I talked to Brandon Thurston a little bit. I didn't have a lot of time to talk to him. I don't think this is a big increase in rights, this deal. And okay. and I'm going to tell you why. And I, I want people to try and understand this. So I saw uh, Justin Labar post on Twitter and I'm not trying to put a spotlight on Justin Labar, but he's an example of what I think a lot of people are thinking. Justin Labar posted something on Twitter about Nick Khan said that Raw's were 250 and they got 500. Nick Khan's a dog. That's what Justin Labar said. Yeah, we don't need a name and shame. Come on. No, yeah, okay. I mean, they, I mean, I've, I've, I've covered this. It's an all encompassing deal that covers a lot more than the U S TV media rights. It covers yes. Canada. It covers international PLEs. An awful lot of things are factored into this deal. It's not necessarily just a WWE terrestrial TV deal. Like this is going to change so much. Yeah. It's going to change how we look at the finances of deals. It's going to change ratings discourse, hopefully forever. Yeah, I'm done with it. But I mean, it's it's going to change a lot of the way that that things uh, work and operate. I mean, I'll tell you this. If if they were going to get in bed with a paid streamer, you might as well go with the industry leader. And that's what Netflix yes. is. And this this was kind of under the radar. You know, you didn't hear them talk about much about Netflix. It was always about Amazon and Warner Brothers Discovery and and FX. I didn't hear much about Netflix until this, heard came this out. guy talking about it last year. Okay, well, I mean, Netflix is the industry leader, obviously, yeah. and and the one advantage if you're WWE, as we've talked about, Amazon Prime. Sure, a lot of people have it. A lot of people don't watch the television. A lot of people have it because they get free shipping on purchases. YouTube has the most viewership of any streamer, but that's most of people watching for free, and so YouTube's not paying five hundred million a year for raw rights. Netflix was the industry leader, and that's the that's the the right uh, the right group to be working with, and I think that. Uh, their viewership might be all right. I also think this is going to continue to change because one of the things that the press release said was with additional countries and regions to be added over time. And that's key. So the reason they're waiting until January, and you probably already covered it when, when the U.S. rights are up in October, is because the rights in Canada and the U.K. aren't up until the end of 24. 
and they want to line everything up and launch everything in those geos at the same time. So I'm assuming that they probably are getting an extension on USA uh, until the end of the year. But I got to tell you, Sean, I don't think 500 million a year is a big increase. I don't think it is. And one, one thing that I asked Brandon was, do you know how much they're getting right now for Canada and UK? Because it's not really, they bundle it into the financial statements. They don't have it you know, listed separately and you can't really tell. Brandon right. said, not really. He said, yeah. not really. He said, I, you know, he knew he would, he would know. Yeah. He said there's theory, but he said, it's not, it's not an easy thing to find. Look at it like this. They're getting, I believe 265 a year right now with USA. I thought they wanted at least 40 points because they got that for SmackDown. If you get 40 points, that's what is it? 370 mil or something for just for us rights. On top of that, now you're adding, so in Canada, they had two separate deals. Right now, they have two separate deals. They have Raw rights live. They have SmackDown rights live. They have Netflix, uh, NXT rights live. And they have WWE Network. WWE Network is currently part of Rogers. All of that's getting bundled into this deal. Same thing with the UK. Same thing with Latin America. When you add all that together, 500 mil a year over 10 years is great. Don't get me wrong. That's, yeah. that's, that's excellent. But I don't think it's a massive increase. And so the one thing I noticed this morning when I checked TKO, the stock immediately spiked up like 15% and it's been Huge. slowly, it's been slowly dropping since last I looked, it was starting to drop. I think it's because the rock news is what kind of helped elevate the stock. And I think now that people are starting to kind of go over the financials with, with a fine tooth comb, it's starting to come back down to really to reality a little bit. It's big numbers, but I don't think it's a big increase. And so uh, it's going to be interesting where this, how this plays out over time, because after five years, Netflix has the right to opt out if they yeah. want after 10, they can add another 10 if they want. So it could be up to 20 years. Very interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, how yeah, this the, the stock, the stock was at $77 yesterday. It opened at 95 today. It has since settled down right. to 89. Uh, right. We've got uh, Ninten Dan saying, I'm a non-broadcast EU country where WWE provides YouTube uploads of Raw and SmackDown. Will this come to end? And imagine so, right? What about the WWE Network? Uh, I would imagine major changes to the network and how they do the YouTube things as of now. But hey, get that NordVPN.com slash Fightful. My friends, uh, DNC Digital says, not sure how this will work. Will they be able to, to determine live viewers for ratings or does that not matter in the streaming space? It doesn't matter from a public perception. They don't give a shit unless they're touting it publicly. Now, what happens is we don't know a lot of things about WWE Raw right now. Netflix might come back and say, oh, we're, we're, this is two hours. You can just do a two hour show with commercials in the middle of the show. Netflix doesn't do live commercials right now. They do uh, commercial tiers. Uh, they might say, no, we want the full three hours, no commercials. They might say we want three hours with live commercials inserted. There's a lot that we don't know right now. They might say we don't want it on Monday. That's right. They're not going to say this, but realistically or, or theoretically, they could say we want it to air live Sunday at 4 a.m. <laughs> getting paid that money. WD is going to be like, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. We're focusing um, on Australia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, that's not going to happen, but there's an awful lot to be figured out right now. Uh, Nick Beasley says, are you surprised with TKO and ESPN having a deal that WWE Raw didn't end up going to ESPN Plus? I am surprised that no WWE properties, whether it be the entire company, Raw or SmackDown, ended up going to a Disney-related property. I'm very surprised because I don't think that there is 
besides Nick Khan, anybody that could probably monetize that property any better. Uh, but interesting. Uh, by the way, guys, it's going to be a loaded day on Fightful Select. I was going to hold off and run the story. Uh, I, I had promoted it based on the conversation that The Rock and Cody had at day one. I was going to put that off, and then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? We promoted that for Tuesday. So today on FightfulSelect.com, because I told you guys I was going to give you a Q&A, and that's going to be delayed. You're going to have news about The Rock and Cody's conversation, about Finn Balor's contract that we followed up on, Okada's contract, that we'll, or Okada's situation that we'll get to later, NXT uh, scoops that we always have, and we're going to have a story on WWE, Netflix, WBD, and all that. The best $5 in the business. And let me tell you, it's Royal Rumble week. So yeah, we're going to have crazy. a ton of scoop over there, too. Um, and, yeah. you know, one one thing I want to say about Netflix, too, if, if I just think about my my circle of friends, and if I ask them, hey, do you watch Netflix? Do you watch Disney Plus? Do you watch Amazon Prime? Netflix is the only one that the majority is going to say yes. Yeah. And and again, like you're not they're not purchasing Netflix because it's an add on when they're when they're buying retail, they're getting Netflix to watch television on the Internet. And like, I, I think, again, if they're going to go with the paid streamer, this was the right choice. This is the industry leader. And uh, 247 I, million worldwide subscribers, um, U.S. subscribers, uh, about 77.3 paid streaming subscribers across U.S. and Canada in third quarter 2023 and that number will go up specifically regarding wrestling fans too so yeah i question how much this is going to be an interesting thing to see uh say that it starts in january 25 so when they report their q125 numbers not to say that all the increase would be because of wwe but i'll be very interested to see what they get i also am interested to see how they present raw and in canada uh, smackdown and nxt because like you said they do have tears do you know how um, um, AEW, I believe it was, they would do advertising on television, but then on fight in other countries, they would still just have wrestling on during commercials. I could see them doing the same thing. So if you want to pay for the extra tier during raw commercial breaks, they'll have content for you instead of commercials. I could see them doing that. And WWE There's always already does something like that with Peacock for the PLEs. A lot of people will see commercials and what, some most people will see are like highlight videos of uh peacock presentations and the like. Right. right. Josh B says, Do you think Netflix will end up like Peacock with all the old content on it, essentially ending the WDB network internationally? Um, perhaps internationally. Now, I just want to say what WDB did with the network was brilliant, whether it was intended or not. Uh, 10 years ago or so, they launched the network, they made it a success at least on par with what they were making off pay-per-views. So a lot of legwork went into that. However, then what they did was say NXT, it was included on the network. We're going to license that PLEs. Those were on the network. We're going to license that the library itself. We're going to license that. Oh, those documentaries that you guys like so much, they're going to get licensed out to A&E and Netflix. It was a brilliant move, Jimmy. They, they effectively strip mined their own network and turned it into a massive revenue driver. I mean, when the, when the network came out, it was not a success, and yeah. a lot a lot of it was because I think their targets were were grandiose. Their targets were were not uh, not reachable. 
I remember, I think they were expecting over 2 million paid subscribers uh, yeah. in the U S alone, in the U S alone. So it wasn't reachable. You're right. When they decided to shift that business model and they decided to license out, uh, it was smart. It will not surprise me depending on how things go. If the Peacock deal is not renewed and the next thing you know, now the PLDs in the U S are going to move over to Netflix too, because once they have the infrastructure, it's not hard. You know what I mean? Once they have it, you could just add IPs, add geos. It's, it's not a hard thing to do. So aren't they getting like 200 million a year from Peacock? I believe over five years, right? I think that's yeah. how much it was. So that's a lot of money to potentially add. Uh, and, and they'd want an increase on that, Sean. Maybe they want 250 a year uh, on a new deal with Netflix. It's interesting. The, the, 10, uh, the 500 million a year over 10 years, is not going to be how much they get as this thing progresses, as they add geos, as they maybe yeah. add new content. This is a starting point. And so when I say right now, I don't think this is a ma massive increase in rights, given everything included. Right now, maybe it's not, but it could be um, as more time goes on. This is an interesting long-term partnership. Jamal said, could this make it more of a TVMA type of show? It depends on what Netflix wants and what WDB wants. Uh, it'll be a discussion. Jake says, is there concern given that part of the writer's strike was a lack of communication on ROI from content? I know that was a big part of the strike. Well, I mean, not from the WDB end. They don't have anything to do with that. Um, so, I mean, you, you, uh, Jeff Hawkins would be a good person to answer that question. Uh, he's, he's pretty in tune with stuff like that. Yeah. See, this is, you have to remember Netflix is licensing yes. raw. They're not producing it. They don't yeah. own it. They're licensing it. And so it still falls under the WWE umbrella. Matthew England says five bill Phil. That's a good one. I like that. You should get a shirt. Heavy metal. Chris said, could this be the end of the network in the UK? Will raw be live here as we saw the original network side note? Where's Stu Grayson? He worked this past week. I'm working to find out more on that. If they have the rights to it in all those places, I don't see why it wouldn't be live if the platform operates. It's just they have to make sure their platform is functional by then. Because I, I, I've i never watched Love is Blind, but I saw the tragedy that was them trying to live stream that. So I, I was paying attention to the wording of the press release and the press release said exclusive streaming. I didn't see the word live. And like you mentioned, I didn't see the word Monday. Mark Shapiro said live. Oh, he did. Mark okay. Shapiro said live in the press release. Okay, because I presumed it was going to be, right? I mean, otherwise, why but, is Netflix paying this kind of money? But you're right, not not Monday. And right. um, we, we have a question where somebody said, were any other networks in the running? Well, I have a little bit of insight on that because while I, I spoke to WBD and they had said, well, obviously, we're going to have conversations because they're our international partner. I'd been contacted by a rep last year who had been in contact with multiple networks about possibly having like talking heads like they did on WDB backstage and they were gauging interest around the industry on stuff like that. That wasn't something that I was interested in or I thought I'd be good at, but they told me there were at least two other networks that were gauging, okay, if we were to get WWE programming, how would we maximize it? How would we solidify it or add credibility to it or increase interest in it or peripheral program around it? Because what Fox did, like when they got the WWE deal, Jimmy, they were like, well, we're going to do backstage and we're going to do this and that. We're going to add an, an awful lot of content surrounding it to hype up that and maximize the dollars that we're getting out of that. Uh, I don't see Netflix doing that type of thing. I think they'll pretty much stay where they're, they're doing. 
I mean, obviously they're doing it to not just add subscribers, but to maintain, it's a very competitive landscape. So they're doing it to maintain the subscribers that they have. And if you're WWE, it's just such a, a streamlined process yeah. now. You don't have to worry about, I have this US partner and I got this Canadian partner and I got this UK partner and I got this partner in Latin America. It's all kind of streamlined uh, doing this. It's it's interesting. And again, from a financial perspective, it's interesting because the number is not going to be flat. It's going to change as they add uh, as they add geos. It's interesting. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not what I was expecting. Elite Biscuit says, Con on McAfee says, Raw remains on Monday at this point in time, but referenced Monday night competition being stiff. Yeah, I mean, they're a year away. There's no reason to confuse the audience right now until they make that decision. Any news on Camille being backstage AEW? Yeah, FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, reported she was backstage at Dynamite last Wednesday. And even though there is WWE interest, they have not signed anything as of yet. So she is still a free agent as of right now. Mr. Easley says, I love both WWE and AEW. Massive deal for WWE. Could AEW do something like this with HBO or Hulu? Does WWE cut commercials? The commercial aspect is interesting because if you're Netflix and you're paying this amount of money and you're getting into live programming, I think naturally you're going to want to recoup some of that sure. by the nature of commercials. I mean, that's that's what we do. We have our sponsors because we've got to pay our talent that's on the screen. We've got to do a lot of things. We've got to make upgrades to studios and the like. We got to recoup that with advertisers. I think Netflix will probably try to recoup that with advertisers. Yep. I, I mean, it's going to be interesting how they handle the PLEs and, and being in Canada, I'm going to, you know, have the first opportunity to see how they handle it. But I, I agree with you. I still think they're going to do it based on tiers. And if you want to pay to be on the highest tier, they're kind of getting their money out of you. And so maybe they yeah. go ad free for that. But I agree if you're on some of the lower tiers and if it's live television, absolutely. They have the opportunity to plug that in and I'm sure they will. I think AEW will reach a deal like this with WBD as well. So, Jimmy, we have not even approached the the element of rock as of yet. That's interesting. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this. This is kind of a, a funny thing. If he's doing this because he's looking for a good story going into Mania, I appreciate his commitment to the bit. So I'll I say mean, that. He has said it's possible he'll wrestle, wrestle Roman Reigns, but... I had heard last week that WWE was trying to get The Rock in on some kind of deal. Right. I didn't know it would be this. I, like, people I talked to thought maybe talent contract or something. Joel Woods says, what's the point of Rock on the board? Does it increase the chances of him and Roman at Mania? Does it increase change anything with Vince? What I could see developing in the future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. 
You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jimmy is where The Rock is more the public face of WWE as opposed to Vince McMahon. Because, uh, by the way, Vince McMahon's uh, mustache is uh, long gone. Oh, is it? I haven't seen long anything. Long gone. Long okay, gone, okay. but I could see him being the public face. And Jay Miller says, "Rock meant TKO board, not a match with Roman." Uh, Ke oh, seven head of the table. Yeah, he says, "What's your take on Rock having a TKO board seat in his latest WWE tease?" He also got uh, basically what is it, licensing rights of The Rock for no 10 ownership. Years. He got ownership. ownership of it. Yeah, I mean that's he's that's licensing like, it to them for ten years. Okay, so I mean that's great for him. Yeah, I mean. If we're being frank, let's look at it for what it is. So I, I haven't read a press release yet. I don't know if he was given any stock because uh, I haven't. I just haven't read the press release. But on the surface, he's just another board member, right? He's 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 presumably part of the WWE side because wasn't it six Endeavor, uh, five WWE? I think so. He's probably part of the WWE side, but he's just another board member. But obviously, the advantage for WWE is the PR. And, and I, I agree with you when you say Rock is going to be like the face of WWE or at least of TKO. I agree. I mean, he's there for the PR. Otherwise, like, do I expect that the Rock is going to have major input on, on business decisions? I don't think so. You know, he's yeah. another board member, but major PR and, uh, and a, a positive addition. I mean, I saw that he was ringing the bell, right? So, yes, positive addition to, uh, to the company. I see a lot of people point or say, claiming that Nick Khan said that SmackDown's moving to Tuesdays. No, he said that the that starting October one uh, about the SmackDown shift to USA. That's when the deal starts, not necessarily when they will be broadcast on there. That's when the deal starts. After what happened with DC and The Rock, I wouldn't want him making decisions on the board. I mean, I sincerely think him being a, effectively a spokesman is a best case scenario. I think that's good for them. You got to remember that it st- still requires majority vote, right? Any major decision with six of the votes coming from the Endeavor side. And Rock's not dumb. The Rock is not a, a, a dumb person. He's a smart guy, and he sure as hell knows the wrestling business. Uh, but I don't think you're going to see the guy all of a sudden calling Triple H with creative ideas. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, it's it's yeah. a PR thing more than anything, but uh, a positive addition. We got Force of Will saying, Jimmy, does this mean Sportsnet will not carry WWE programming anymore? It's my Nord go-to for WWE. Yes. As of uh, January of 25, it's all moving to Netflix. And good for me because it's convenient. So good for me. Marquis says, is it a sign that Stephanie is on her way back? I don't think so. 
Benjamin Howard Buck says, could WDB on Netflix be a premium add-on like NFL Game Pass is on DAZN? We will ask uh, Luis to please put those in the appropriate sections. But um, that, I mean, that could be a possibility too, where they say, okay, you want WDB Raw, you pay for this tier. Because they have multiple tiers now. Sure. There's lots they can do. There's lots they can do. I mean, think about the potential exposure, right? I mean, television remotes now come with a Netflix button. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about the potential exposure that WWE could have. I'll be very interested. So, I've I've learned a little bit about how uh, the streaming services um, look at viewership. They typically do it by minutes watched, I notice. Because people have a tendency to, they'll go in, they'll go out. Live is a different animal. Uh, and like you said, Netflix hasn't done a ton of live stuff. I know they did. Uh, didn't Will Smith do something or Kevin Hart did something or Chris Rock, I think, did something. They've done a yeah, few did a live thing. Yeah. Yeah. But they haven't done a lot of it. But typically, I, watch is how they look at it. I have some interesting news coming to Fightful Select later about how OVW may have played a role in this. In the Netflix deal? Because of yeah. the wrestler. Or wrestlers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, some, yeah, may have had uh, some of the unique provisions that were associated. Right, right. Sean Breslin says, is Rock Roman more likely <laughs> at, at Mania with The Rock's new power? I mean, it would not surprise me if a match was included as a part of this deal. I question if he has more power when they say new sure. power. As is, Rock could do whatever the hell he wanted. He could do whatever yeah. he wanted. And as a matter of fact, he was on, and I know that he was spitballing, but he was on Tonight Show before he went to SmackDown in September. And he, he said on uh, on the Tonight Show, he said, yeah, I was going to be in uh, Colorado, and I found out that SmackDown was going to be in Denver, and I called Nick Khan, and I said, is it true? And he said, yeah. And, and he said, okay, cool. The Rock is coming to SmackDown. He is it do what true? He is it true? He's got Google. Is it? Serious? I'm just saying that's what he said. But even before being a member of the board, The Rock could do whatever the hell he wanted in WWE. So I, I don't think things really change from that perspective. This is an interesting one. Sean also says, will the Netflix doc about Vince now be less warts and be more glowing? I think this deal would probably categorically change the content of a Vince McMahon Netflix documentary. I hope not. I hope not, because we were talking about that, right? About if, if Vince has any semblance of creative control, it's going to suck. Oh, I just realized this. My Netflix is invoiceable now! <laughs> Let's go! Uh-huh. Woo! Uh, Mr. Ne- Acosta, Netflix presents Head of the Table Rock versus Roman. You love to see it! Jimmy paying for my Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Depends on what tier. Yeah, uh, I see Netflix increasing prices soon. Unfortunately, don't matter to me. Uh, I feel I anyway. feel like it happens every year. I feel like they go up every year. Yeah, it does. DNC Digital says now being on the board. Do you see The Rock trying to insert his football league to gain exposure? Oh, I hope we don't see crossover there. I could see some commercials. I could see like this week on the what the what is it the the. UXAAFL whatever or whatever called. the hell. Yeah, you. I, I forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah, it'll be brand. something different next year anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, they announced it, but I forget the name of it. Uh, to answer their question, I could absolutely see it. Absolutely see some some kind of crossover there. I also question if Rock will be um, on television a little bit more often. Yeah, maybe. 
Sean Breslin also says, will the network back catalog be on Netflix in 2025? As of now, in the States, it'll still be on Peacock. It's the UFL, by the way. Don't worry, guys. In one year, you'll be saying a different name. Yeah, and I I question uh, in Canada. Uh, again, I get to be kind of the guinea pig, which is cool for this. I question in Canada, are they going to put the old stuff on? Is there an appetite for the old stuff? Like, does Netflix even want the old stuff? Yeah. So I'll be curious what they do with that. Uh, obviously, the PLE, SmackDown, Raw, NXT, that is where the value is. And they also said, uh, like, the documentaries. What else did they say is going to be going there? Um, I don't have it written in front of me, but they said something about, like, the documentaries. And, oh, here it is. Uh, documentaries, original series, and forthcoming projects are also going to be there for Canada, UK, Latin America. So... Alan says, do you think WWE is going to cede cable TV to AEW, TNA, NWA? No, they are still, I mean, their most viewed show is now going to be on the USA Network. So, no. With, with half the viewership. With, yeah, with a significant decrease in viewership for sure. Uh, I would love to see them switch nights. Do that on Tuesday or Thursday for the love of God. Probably Tuesday. If you want to be football proof, do Tuesday is what I would do if I were there. Would it be amazing if USA's like, screw it, we like Monday, so SmackDown Monday, and then Netflix is like, all right, fine, we'll do Tuesday for Raw. C-Dust says, bought in the TKO stock after the Vince sell. Glad to see it rebound. Nicholas says, could you see Raw now being two hours, but with Netflix always having overruns for it? As for Rock being awarded stock worth $30 million, I think. What? Um, what? What? Is that? Are they making that as, up? Well, let's look into it. Yeah, because I haven't read real. anything on The Rock at all. I've been busy all morning. Uh, but the two hours thing, um, I, I think it could be as long or short as they need it to be. I agree. Uh, there, there are no time limits there. They're going to schedule for three, I think. I think they'll schedule yeah. three. But, but you're right. Uh, like if, if they end up going 258 or if they end up going 307, like whatever. It's, it's Netflix. Yep, 30 million in stock. Incredible. They, they gave him 30 million in stock. That's that's what was just said. That Jimmy. guy's yes. got the Midas touch. Unbelievable. There you go. Unbelievable. He made skyscraper profitable. No cap says, can't say I'm happy about this. I don't have Netflix. It's too expensive. Got Peacock for 10 years uh, or 10 bucks a, a, a year. Black Friday deal. Uh, Abdul says, Rock on IG recently mentioned doing something never done before and going all in on first take. He's a long gamer. Says he's a long gamer and likes to build. I think he wants to break the ticket record. And Rock and Roman is for Mania 41. Based on what I saw for him in, in the ring with Gender, I would I would rather he wait a full year, get ring ready. He's being he's being paid. If he just got awarded 30 mil in stock, he can put aside whatever he's doing next April and now do this. Yeah, it depends. Like, I, I know that he's preparing the live-action version of Moana. I know that. Aside sure. from that, I haven't heard a lot about what he's got in terms of uh, film projects. So, you're right. It, it Obviously, he always requires studio approval, depending on what he has lined up. But he definitely did not look to be in ring shape with gender, for sure. Mark, great to see you. Glad to see that you're you're streaming from home. Does AEW make a move for Monday night now that it's open on cable TV? No. Not if Raw stays there, but... If Raw is not on Mondays at all, if no wrestling is on Mondays at all, I absolutely see Collision or Rampage or something going into that Monday slot. Like it's, it's too much of a of a tried and true wrestling spot for somebody to not have. I thought Tony didn't want to compete with football. Well, guess guess what he's doing 
all the time with pay-per-views and, and Saturdays. He's going up against stuff then, too. Like, he's done it. And Mondays. Mondays are too good to not take. I mean, come on. Like, we're, we're just going to sit here and be like, no, just because of five or six months out of the year, we're going to pass up on this tried-and-true wrestling viewership. It would significantly increase collision viewership. I'm not saying it's a it's a bad decision. Sure. I'm saying I thought Tony didn't want to do it. No cap says how's Triple H feeling not being a board member and Rock just comes in, gets rights to his name, and he's on the board. Uh, the Rock or Triple H has more money than he will ever know what to do with. Yeah. Uh, so I'm you know I'm sure that there's there's a rhyme and reason for everything. Triple H is basically head of creative. I think if Hunter went to Nick Khan. And Vince and said, I really want to be a board member. He'd be a board member. I don't think he gives a shit, honestly. Joel Wood says, Rock being on the board means the Roman thing could happen at any time. He said he likes to build, so something plays a role uh, similar to the Mania 27, and they book the match similar to the first Cena match. I've been saying this. Announce the Rock as the host of WrestleMania. And then, when Roman Reigns loses on night two, the Rock walks down to the ring, takes the lay from him, and you set it up. That's how you set it up. The tribal chief, the head of that family, is the most important thing for them. You think Rock is is willing to, what's he now, 52? You think he's willing to wait another year and, and give it a go? I guess. How old's Minoru Suzuki right now? Minoru sure. Suzuki is 55. Is he? And he doesn't get gassed out after spine busters. Yeah. It's <laughs> Nostradamus yeah. says the deal makes me think Rock Roman at Mania 40 is more likely. Feels like this is what it would financially require to get the rock back in the ring, considering the downside injury risk for him. It definitely makes me feel like it's more. Okay. I don't want to say definitely. It makes me feel like it's way more of a possibility that he wrestles as a result of this deal. I don't know if it'll be now or then though. I mean, obviously he's, he's clearly showing that he's invested back in pro wrestling. It's interesting because when he first became an actor, his, his representation wanted to move away from wrestling Remember, yes. And that's when he was, that's when he was getting shit like the tooth fairy. Now he's clearly embraced pro wrestling again. He's he's on the board. He's ringing the bell in New York. It's interesting. He knows where, where his fan base comes from. He's not dumb, you know? Let me ask you this, Sean. Let me ask you this. Do you think, and I don't want to downplay his popularity, but Black Adam didn't do well, uh, and that was his last major movie that he had out that didn't do well. Do you think that he wants to, again, embrace his wrestling fandom because that's what brought him to the dance to begin with? Well, he better with the with what's going on now. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. He better, it's very interesting, uh, guys. Also, so uh, as we've reached the end of most of the super chats and humber chats, you guys can still get some in. There were rumors today about Kazuchika Okada. Now, without burying them too much, this outlet has multiple times approached myself, Denise. Scott Edwards and asked us to like wait a week and a half before posting Joshi and new Japan and Japanese wrestling scoops as to not hurt their publication. Really? Very. Yes. So that made me go, mm, what's going on here? First off, uh, not speaking to their credibility, just speaking of my experience with them. And they rumored that Okada was headed to WWE and NXT. I talked to so so Fahad says anything true about this. Marquise says crazy sequence of events. Have you talked about Okada? Um, and Abdul says if it's true, 
and they plan on debuting him at NXT. He's such a global superstar. Wouldn't it be more beneficial to put him on the main roster? People I spoke to in uh, New Japan and AEW and WWE all agreed on the term premature. People in New Japan said that would be incredibly premature. That's nowhere near what we've heard is happening. Sources in AEW said, but that'd be news to us. And obviously we're making a play for him. They've been very obvious about it. I've not heard anything from WWE's side about specifically their interest in him, but they said that would be news to us. People in NXT said, we haven't heard of any plans to bring him in. And that feels like a thing they would let us know. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this can't or won't happen. And you know, you'll always get these people that are like, Oh, tell me it's 0% that Mercedes is in the rumble. (laughs) It's not 0% that Tony Khan's in the rumble or that (laughs) Jesus Christ returns to earth and that he's in the rumble. That might be 0%. That might be 0%. uh, They could, there could, (laughs) God could come back his first match since backlash 06 and enter the rumble. It's possible. So I'm never going to say 0% about anything, but, um, yeah, it's people across each company said, well, as of right now, that is not the case. That isn't, as of this moment, not what was, uh, what is planned. Why? So would, I'm sorry, Sean. Why? Yeah. I'm just thinking from a business perspective. Okada's not coming to the U.S. for 100 grand a year. You know what I'm saying? It's well, going to be. Mean, ex- it wouldn't be. An, it would, even if they sent him to NXT, it would not be a 100 grand a year. Deal. No, what I, are you? What I'm saying is he's not coming to the U.S. cheap. So un- unless it was just a short-term thing to get him acclimated to American wrestling, which I think he already kind of is, but unless it was a short-term thing to get him acclimated to American wrestling, why would you bring him into NXT first? That doesn't make any sense to me, given the price tag that you're paying this guy. Like, that doesn't make sense to me why they would do and I want to point out uh, Charlie of Russell Pierce, who I retweeted her post, and um, she's absolutely right. And uh, bless this woman, first off. She said, not enough people paid attention to the fact it was laid out in the article they hadn't cross-referenced. And she had tweeted the following. Listen, I'm not telling you what outlets to trust because who the fuck am I in the grand scheme of things? But it would err on the side of caution of celebrating an article that spells it out for you. They put out info without any info ability to cross-reference it. I completely agree. If there's one thing, one thing, when I quit, retire, die, anything, I hope that media literacy is better in wrestling. Now, this happens across all things, sports, everything. Like, for all the times people say, this would never happen in sports. Yep, it sure does. How do I know this? Because I grew up on sports writing, not Dave Meltzer, Mike Johnson, Wade Keller. All due respect to them. I didn't have high wrestling media literacy until I went to college, and I took courses, and I was like, oh, I should be going straight to the people that report this, not Turd X Zone. 32.com or you know somebody on Twitter aggregation is is a necessary thing but also it leads to a lot of response uh, irresponsibility and it leads to everybody thinking oh well it's easy for me to get this info I'll throw something at the wall if it hits thumbs up I'll be able to go I'm not saying that's what it is with this outlet but it was pretty pretty evident as Charlie pointed out that it wasn't cross-referenced with people in the and when Mm. i asked people they were surprised they were surprised and luis says fabrizio romano frequently debunks dumb rumors all the time 
I was talking to a top WWE talent yesterday, and they're like, because I, I often say this, an important part of my job is asking very important people very stupid questions. And I'm like, listen, I've got to ask these questions because I'm not allowed to assume. A lot of people will say, oh, well, this story was obvious. Well, tough shit. I don't get to report things because it's obvious. I get to report things because I've, I've checked on that information and I have supplemental details to, to verify that type of thing. And they're like, what is the motivation of feeding false information? I said, I don't know, but debunking news has become just as important to my job mm -hmm. as reporting news at this point. And I, I wish I didn't have to debunk anything. I wish people would just, you know, run with verified stuff and, and all that. But there, there is almost, I can tell, an addictive feeling for some people when they get one thing right. And instead of sticking slow and steady, which is what I did and what a lot of people should do. Here's a free tip if you ever get into the scoops game. Go slow and steady. Go slow and steady. I'm sure it feels addicting to get like a lot of stuff right That's immediately. Yeah. And and to start guessing and throwing out assumptions and all that stuff. However, slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady is how we had such a high accuracy percentage. And then wrestlers would come to us and they'd be like, well, this is happening. And execs would come to us and say, this is happening. And how, despite me being abrasive on social media, PR companies are like, okay, yes, we'll invite you to our junkets and our shows, and here are our press releases and the like. Uh, it's a, a it's, big part of the yeah. problem too now is that they're getting paid for engagement. Some until uh, Elon scales back that amount and he doesn't want to pay it anymore, right, which will yeah. happen. Jordan Scott says, with this Netflix deal, do you think they do cinematic feature matches for Legends as potential content on Netflix? Jordan, I hope so. Hmm. I wanted to see a Sting. Undertaker cinematic match so bad, so bad years ago. I would love for something like that to happen, uh, but I haven't heard that. I mean, what was this choose your own adventure thing with the Undertaker and New Day? Remember that? Like, there's all kinds of shit that they can come well, up that's, with. Well, that's because Conrad was going to give him a podcast, and uh, they said, no, no, we don't want that. And now they've got him on a 15-year deal where he can do his own podcast and they can license him. And he does his one-man shows, which are a blast, by the way. Those one-man shows are fun. I want to quickly, uh, high level, explain the Netflix deal because I see a lot of people kind of confused about it. So sure. we'll explain it high level. So uh, in October, that's when the SmackDown deal is up on you on Fox. It goes to USA in October. Raw was supposed to be up in October. I believe they probably got an extension until the end of the year now on USA. January of next year, and they haven't said the date yet, I don't believe, Sean, have they? They just said January, uh, maybe January 1st, I don't know, but January of next year, uh, Raw in the U.S. will air on Netflix, but SmackDown will air on USA, NXT will air on the CW. In Canada on Netflix, in January, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown will air on Netflix. Same thing with the UK. Same thing with uh, Latin America. And I believe that they'll be live on Netflix and all of those geos come January. And that's what's happening. And PLEs. PLEs as well in Canada, uh, the UK, and Latin America. But in the US, they'll still be on Peacock for the time being. Tracy Tran says, uh, when Raw goes overseas, are they airing it live? We don't have the info yet. I'd be surprised if they didn't. I think so, yeah. I agree. Ryan says, will this deal cause WWE to pay their upcoming free agents more money? What about someone like Mercedes? Could they give her more money? 
Well, I don't think they can now. <laughs> they probably could have. Uh, but I think that it will result in bigger deals. So you mean That's when it. she's number 30 in the Rumble, Sean, you don't think that it's going to come with like a, a new big price tag? I will repeat this. If she is number 30 in the Rumble, the biggest story is not that she's number 30 in the Rumble. Uh, Patrick says, I feel like the way that news is general off perceived media literacy is a full on crisis. Does there need to be PSAs to fix such? Public service. And you, know, yeah, you know what? Maybe. So I'll often have people that try to tell me how to, uh, how to do my job. And they'll be like, Oh, well you're, you're eliminating potential customers. No, I don't want assholes and media illiterate people to subscribe to Fightful Select. I don't want them because it poisons what we have there. We've got a lot of media literate people, at least as far as the comments and questions go. So I, I, I can't, we can't fix it all. We can't fix it all. John says, so looks too good to be true for the UK. All WWE under one roof. Do your thing. Will it be an add-on or under a normal tier? I think it'll be dependent on the location, honestly. I think a lot of it will be dependent on the location and um, and will uh, be adjusted based on each place and their price point. Yeah, it's uh, no longer way to go yet, right? I mean, they haven't, Alec, they haven't announced any of that. Alex Sherman has said the following. For Netflix subs that don't get ads, the vast majority, raw matches will be scripted around commercial breaks. So you'll get non-important match action instead of commercials. You won't get ads. There so it'll be like the the deal where if you have uh, NordVPN.com slash Fightful and you have Fight Plus, you'll be able to see uh, a, a lot of that action as well. Cromulent George says, with Raw effectively moving off traditional television, do you feel there's an opportunity for AEW to move a show to that void or a year too far away for Collision to move into that space? Well, George, it's it's just not it's not true. They're they're on basic TV, they are on cable TV, and now they are on streaming. They're on all that now. People are that. still confused about the geo thing, Sean. That's the problem. Yeah. Like they, so that's why I wanted to lay it out. Raw will be on Netflix in the U.S. and only Raw for the time being in yeah. the U S only raw K seven, seven, five says, do you think they add additional program to Netflix? Like main event? I think that they will either do away with that or find a way to license it in a separate manner. They will always find a way to add and, and license content. No cap says I'm lost. Solo monster just said the Peacock deal goes through 2026. It's don't have anything to do with Netflix. That's the PLEs and the library. Right. Doesn't have anything to do with it. Right. Peacock uh, is U.S. only. U.S. only. Yes. Not, can not Canada, U.K. or Latin America. Sidesuka says, beside or based off Rock's media rounds today, it's looking to me like uh, they're doing a match next year at Mania, and it starts with Rock screwing him at Mania. I don't think The Rock should screw him at Mania. I think Cody should pin him clean as a goddamn whistle. I agree. Clean as a sheet. You know what I would love, Sean? I I've gone back many times to one of my favorite programs of all time, which is Hogan Savage, all the way back in 88. And the reason I loved it was they built for such a long time with subtleties, subtleties. Yeah. What if it's just something like Roman loses to Cody, loses clean to Cody and rock uh, is trying to console Roman after, but he's doing it with a smile on his face. Oh, that's, that's what subtle, I mean. Like, right. Like he doesn't have to console him. He, that's what, that's why I said he should take the lay. He should be like, you've never been the tribal chief. One of those things, something that really, motivates Roman until this match. Yeah, it could be anything. Could be anything. But I agree. Like if so long as Rock is committed, given where he is in his life and his age and everything, 
then why not do a, a year long build and and because it doesn't have to be for the title. Never did, right? So yeah. guys, we are about to wrap up. I am gonna try to do a QA on Fightful Select this week as well. I don't know how that'll work with me being in Tampa, but we'll see. Um Rock Hard Joel Wood says, even though the reports to Okada are premature, does this recent chatter bump up your Okada percentage to WDB up or down? It doesn't affect it whatsoever. I agree. It doesn't affect it whatsoever. Rumor. Throwback, our friend man, he sent us a monster super chat. We we love throwback. He says, what's up, boys? Much love, guys. Uh, this changes everything. This is make the cable uh, box a dying form like printed media. I would say that printed media is a, a dying a dying form, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, who uh, curated the Fightful magazine, says, does this make the streaming deal uh, more so due to cost? I pay 80, 185 for Con, or Comcast, 90 since I went to streaming. 185 is insane unless it includes everything. I mean, I have to subscribe to virtually everything, Jimmy. And I pay probably almost $200 a month for you know Paramount and HBO and Peacock and Netflix and YouTube TV because I have to have an ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. I have to have almost all of these because the, the combat and wrestling content is so spread out. What pro wrestling are you watching on Disney Plus? UFC. I've got to have Disney the Disney Plus bundle to buy UFC pay-per-views. Disney the, Plus? The ESPN package is in there, yeah. It's bundled. Okay, so, okay, it's different in, in the That's U.S. Bundled, than in Canada. Yeah. Okay. In the U.S., can you get the CW as a standalone? And can you get, uh, like, USA Network as a standalone? Does that exist? I doubt it. <laughs> they don't exist? Okay. I doubt it. Okay, because I to answer Throwback's question. So I again, like like I I, I told Sean, I'm probably going to eliminate cable uh, because I don't see the point of paying for cable for Dynamite. Like I'll find another sure. way to watch Dynamite. I just don't see the point. But uh, in the U.S., you have to question how much is SmackDown and NXT and Dynamite worth to you if you can watch Raw on Netflix. That's going to be a question people have to decide. As we wrap up, Steve says, do you think Nick Khan is going to some way become the first, become the second most important man in North American wrestling history after Vince uh, beyond Eric and Tony? I mean, he's off to a pretty, pretty great start. Pretty great start. Uh, we Okay, we've got Matt Hennessy saying, the Fightful Report says Finn's contract expires a few months within WrestleMania. Do you mean... After WrestleMania, yeah, I said not as soon as people expect. So, yes, within a few months of WrestleMania. Uh, Mike TK says, is the rumor that WBD is thinking about simulcasting Dynamite on TBS and Max at the same time? If that, if so, that's a huge deal. Well, I mean, it would make a lot of sense if they simulcasted it, Jimmy. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. Um, but, but I'll tell you what, if this Netflix deal, if you're an AEW fan, this Netflix deal should be a good thing for you. Because that paves the way for Warner Brothers to re-sign AEW. The only question now is going to be, what do they pay for the NBA if they re-sign the NBA? And what kind of money does Tony want versus what they're willing to yeah. pay? But with Raw out of the way, landscape's wide open if uh, Warner Brothers wants to maintain a, a wrestling partnership. Stellar Justin Lopez says, any word on the Mania 41 city? Uh, Fightful Selected reported that Minneapolis was the, the leader, but a lot of stuff can change, man, unless they've, they've signed it down. Or, or locked it down. Not necessarily the case. Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, got you a couple more. Really... There's a couple more. Jesus Christ. 
the line drive says with this deal done, does it, does WWE return to negotiating with Mercedes? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She's going to AEW. Seems like they held off on renewals and major signings until all TV deals were done. Not all. Uh, they they did some of them. They certainly did some of them. But that is one, again, again, if she ends up in WWE, the big story will not be that she's in WWE. It will be what is about to happen with WWE and AEW and what the hell is about to happen between AEW and Mercedes. Throwback says, I use Comcast for everything, now just streaming. So he probably had internet and all that stuff in there. It says, Verizon Mobile has added Netflix and Max to their list of streaming services, plus the Disney Plus bundle. Jimmy, you got anything else before we wrap up? No, I have a lot of reading to do yet. I didn't know nothing about this Rock 30 million thing, so I want to look into that. And uh, the Okada thing, to be honest, Sean, I heard nothing about that, and sounds like it's a good thing. I mean, listen, like I wake up at about 9, 9.30 every morning, and that's early for me. I would sleep till 10 10 or 11 if I could. And I woke up to just the the biggest mountain of news today. <laughs> I get up I get up at seven today. every day, every morning. But I'm I'm too I'm in Kitland, yeah. so I I didn't have a chance to check anything. Guys, fightfulselect.com. Oh boy, today we had Finn Balor, Okada news. We're gonna have news on that conversation between Rock and Roman Reigns at day one. We are gonna have WBD and uh, AEW and Netflix and WWE news today. We're going to have NXT scoops today. This is going to be one of the more loaded days of Fightful Select, period. And then we're going to have uh, some very interesting cinematic news tomorrow, I think, as well as Rumble scoops all week. Now, Saturday is going to be interesting. I'm going to be on a plane through mid-afternoon on FightfulSelect.com. However, my dude Corey Brennan is going to be taking over a lot of the scoops that day. So uh, if you guys have seen our NXT scoops, seen the Kevin Dunn story we just dropped. Uh, those are from Corey Brennan. He did an incredible job with that. Uh, we've got Rob Wilkins. He's going to be uh, posting those for him. So uh, if there's any clarity that you guys need on some of those stories, that'll be happening. I'm going to try to land and then drive straight home and cover the WWE Royal Rumble here from home. But we're going to have interviews here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Oh, Joe Pearl said uh, Sean Ross Sapp's going to be in the Rumble before Mercedes will be. So I wouldn't go. say that I stand a high. I mean, I think from a legal standpoint, I probably stand more of a chance. But will The Rock be on WWE program more frequently now? It's hard for me to think that he wouldn't be, right? Hard for me to think. I that. don't know. It, it depends on his, his, his. So again, like from a power perspective, I just don't think it makes a difference whether he's on the board or whether yeah. he doesn't, because he already had free reign to do whatever the hell he wanted. I don't think it's going to make a big difference. No. We have a bunch of Royal rumble content on youtube.com slash fightful over three hours of Royal rumble stories, including a good 30 minute thing that I did where I just gave a bunch of, of details behind the 2022 rumble. I did a sit-down video of things that I would change about the Royal Rumble. We're going to do more of those in the future. You guys seem to uh, really enjoy that. And then we did a 40-plus minute CM Punk video. Sean, you're going to love Oscar's uh, Super Chat. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll tell you what I also like. Yeah, people to read trying, it. Yeah, people read trying it. to get me here. Legal. So she's put pen to paper. That's what I have suspected. Why don't y'all listen? If I could report it, I would. But I can say that I suspect it. And then you know what'll happen? Some empty-headed dumb fuck will chop up the clip and be like, yeah, he said, oh, he's backtracking now. Y'all are fucking losers, man. Oscar, with all due <sighs> respect, with all due respect, the answer is no. So there you go. The shit that I deal with. <laughs> Thank God I love my job. Thank God I love my job. By the way, you guys aren't. Can somebody like please send in a super chat and ask him if Mercedes is coming to the rubble? Can somebody do that for me? Somebody, somebody do it. <laughs> Answers no. No, she might be there. She yeah, might maybe, like be maybe. hanging out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because oh, she wants to watch geez. Bailey, right? She wants to support Bailey and, and Possibly, Naomi. Possibly, yeah. Right, it wouldn't surprise right. wouldn't surprise me one bit if she yeah. was there hanging out with Possibly, Bailey. Yeah. Now, if she shows up, if she comes out and hangs out, uh, it. Does the Royal Rumble match? Oh boy, that's gonna be a monster story. That'll be I wouldn't say it'd be a bigger story than this Netflix story, but it'd be a monster ass story. Do you remember my LeBron James story, James story that I told you? Do you remember that story? No, why? Why because, are we doing this? Because I want Mercedes to do this. LeBron James, I was at a Raptor game. He's playing for the Heat. He wore his workout gear the whole game, did not play. The crowd yeah. starts chanting, We want LeBron. We want LeBron. He turns around, looks at the crowd, stands up. You know how they have the tearaways on the pants? He grabs both sides. He steam walks to the middle of the court. The crowd pops. He grabs his pants like he's going to tear them off and play. Then he turns around and goes back and sits on the bench. I want Mercedes at the rumble up in the in the bleachers. And when they oh. can't down, five, four, three. She's like I getting went up and then, nah. It's Mercedes coming to the Royal Rumble. It would not surprise me to see her like post geo tagged Tampa stuff, like post some location. She's smart. She trolls. Mm. But um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, until next time, we're out.